Hey listeners, this is your host Brian Almeida. I have a special announcement before we get started on this week's solo episode. I'm going to be offering a handful of my guests what I want to call a 15-minute discoverable call. Uh, this is just 15 minutes with me to discuss anything you want, uh, podcasting, something going on in your life, you know, facing vulnerability, whatever it might be. I'm going to include a link for my calendar in the show notes where you can book your 15-minute call, and I look forward to speaking with some of you soon. Thanks and take care. Welcome to The Vulnerable Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Almeida. Each week, we'll share inspiring stories and tips on facing vulnerability and the lessons we can use to help us be able to find success and fulfillment in our own lives. With each episode, we hope to impact one listener. And if anything you've heard has impacted you, we'd appreciate you sharing it on social. Thank you for listening. Now let's get vulnerable. This is episode six of Relatable Thursdays. Hey listeners, this is episode six of Relatable Thursdays. Uh, I'm kind of amazed that I'm here <laughs> just because when I st- sort of had this idea to do these solo episodes, I wasn't sure if I would want to continue after the first few weeks. But uh, but yeah, here I am, number six, and uh, I've got about another probably 15 or so that I've already come up with and look forward to putting out there. So today I want to talk about career shifts and career changes. Uh, this is something that I've struggled with um, throughout my life, whether it's you know changing jobs uh, in the same industry or changing industries completely. Um, and yeah, I think I, I just feel like it's an issue that probably a lot of us have faced or are gonna face. And and hopefully some of what I've gone through can can help you guys out. So uh, you know, for me, um, most of my career, most of my working life was spent in sales. Uh, when I was 17, I was working at a movie theater um, and uh, obviously in high school um, and I decided to do co-op and I took a co-op at a uh, cell phone store and soon after my co-op finished, I was offered a job and that, that was my first taste of sales and um, <laughs> it was it was a juicy taste, uh, let's say that much. At my age, at that age, uh, you know, being able to get a pretty good salary at my age, as well as this new thing called commission, it was intriguing, and it, it definitely, it definitely kept my attention. It was uh, for me. I, I spent probably the next five years in that industry alone, uh, just because I liked technology, I liked cell phones, I, I just, I, I liked the industry as a whole. So for the next five years of my life, I, I was in and out of different uh, brands: uh, Bell, Rogers, Telus. I think I probably touched all of them at some point, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was just you know for me. Uh, the, this whole sales thing was just, I was like, I, I like this. What else can I do with it? And, um, you know, like I said, I spent the next few years in that. And then at about 21, 22, I actually did a, a complete career shift and I ended up working at a manufacturing plant where we made uh, office furniture, wood office furniture. And I learned how to use some big machinery. Uh, within three months of working there, I became a lead hand and it was a completely different experience, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed working with my hands. I enjoyed sort of learning new skills and, and things like that. And it was, again, it was just interesting for me because I had spent that first sort of five years of my working life, five, six years of my working life in sales. And, and this was just way different, way out there compared to what I was doing. And um, but yeah, it was it was interesting to do that at that young age. I I didn't think that I would ever get back to that, to be completely honest, because as soon as after about a year of being there, I ended up getting back into sales, this time with shoes. And um, 
I, I yeah, I just thought, you know, okay, sales is where I'm going to stick to. And I've, I've done everything from shoe sales to car sales to uh, mattress sales, lighting sales, you name it. I've probably tried to sell it. And, you know, for me, it's it's been sort of one of these things, you know, over usually I've spent maybe about a year at the most at most companies um, just out of either boredom or I'm not satisfied with the job anymore. Um, I'm not challenged by it anymore. So I move on. And so I've had a lot of career shifts, a lot of career changes, mainly in the sales area. Uh, and then a couple of years ago, after losing my job, I, I kind of made the decision that um, after some reflection, of course, that maybe sales wasn't necessarily what I was meant to do um, just because I had spent so many years in it, hadn't really progressed any further um, and just I just didn't know if it was what I was meant to do. I, 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 I had just thought of myself as a salesman for so long that I think I had just tricked my brain into saying, that's, that's Brian, that's what you're going to do. And you're going to be a salesman. And I didn't even really have any idea what I wanted to sell. Like I said, I had pretty much done everything and hadn't really got any clearer on what I wanted to be a salesman of. And then uh, about a year and a bit ago, almost two years ago now, uh, I did another huge career shift or another huge career change. And I went back to that sort of world of manufacturing again and took on a job um, in, in manual labor. And I've been doing that, like I said, for about two years now. And what's interesting to me is that I've sort of had the same success as I had the first time around in the sense that, you know, I went into this totally different world with not really a whole lot of experience, but I've been able to excel quite quickly there in terms of learning a lot of different things and, um, you know, being able to progress in, in a sense, you know, there's, there's no real way to, to get promoted. It's a union shop, which I, I don't want to get too much into that, but essentially when you're in a union, it's there's seniority that makes a difference in terms of promotions and so on and so forth. But again, don't want to get too much into that. But the, the point is, is like, you know, I've had these constant career shifts and career changes throughout my life. And each one has presented something different, something, you know, something new to learn, a new challenge, whatever it might be. Um, and, and yeah, I, I think that a lot of us, we get scared of these career shifts. We get scared of these career changes. We, we sort of, you know, um, tie our identity so much to one thing that we don't really consider anything else, or we're scared to try anything else. And a lot of that has to do with things like getting in your comfort zone and so on. So I don't know about you guys, but have any of you recently struggled with a career change or thinking about a career change or struggled with a career shift in the past, like whatever it might be, you know, if you have, then, you know, I'm just hoping that some of like what I've shared there and what I'm going to share now um, might help you sort of get through that. And so I think the first point I want to make is that we have to be very careful with tying our identity to anything in life, really, but really to our careers. I, I like I said, for me, for years, I was Brian the salesman. Um, people would ask me, you know, what do you do? And I would say, I'm in sales. And usually every year or so, it was something different, but <laughs> I was always in sales. And even my wife and I, you know, going for dinner a few years ago, she said, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And I said, I'm going to be in sales. And she said, of what? And I said, I don't know. And she said, is there any companies you want to work for? And I said, I don't know. And she's like, so then what's your plan? And I said, to be in sales. <laughs> it's, you know, my identity, like I said, as a person was, I'm a salesman. That's all I know how to do. That's the only real skill that I have. That's what I've done for the majority of my working life. So I'm going to be Brian, the salesman. And, and I think a lot of us do that in a lot of different ways, like I said, but I think our careers become something that we tie our identity to so much simply because we spend the majority of our time there. We're at work, you know, eight hours of the 24 hours that we're awake 
sometimes more sometimes we're working at home and on weekends and i i mean when i was in sales i used to go on vacation with my wife and still be working by the poolside and so i think because we spend so much of our time there and so much of our life there it's very easy to tie our our identity to that sort of field or or whatever it might be and then second and to sort of expand on that point you know i think that because we get so stuck in that area that we don't realize that there might be more than one thing that we're good at. Like I said, my skill set I limited to being in sales, being a good talker, um, being able to um, pr- persuade people, and then that was sort of where I thought my skills sort of ended. Was how, this is what I can do, and that's it. I didn't realize, you know, that those skills of being able to talk to people or or getting a message forward could relate to, you know, putting content out online to this podcast that I'm doing. You know, I, I, I didn't under, I didn't even think about that. I just thought, you know, my skills were needed for one thing, you know, growing up, even my, my mom, I remember her saying to me at one point in my life that I was either going to be a salesman because I'm a good bullshitter (laughs) or, or a lawyer because I like to argue. And so again, I, I thought my skills were, you know, limited to maybe those couple of things and not, not just because she brought that up, but even I just knew it in myself that, you know, there were certain things that I was good at. I always had the gift of gab. So it made sense for me to sort of get into sales. Third, and to really tie into that last point, I think that we have to have a willingness to try new things as well. And like I said before, we, we get stuck in our comfort zones with our careers. You know, we, we have a certain salary, uh, benefits, all these sort of things, and, and they make us very comfortable. Um, you know, it might even be the place that we work. We have friends there. Um, we've gotten close with people, whatever it might be. Maybe it's close to home. Whatever the, the situation is, there's something about that job that's made us comfortable. And so we like being in that comfort zone. We like being in that place where things are sort of the same and routine and jobs provide that again because, you know, usually you have a set hours, nine to five. You know, for me, I work an afternoon shift right now, so it's 3.30 to 11.30. And so, you know, it, it makes it very easy to get comfortable. But we have to have more willingness to try new things and to get out of our comfort zone. You know, when I got let go from that sales job a few years ago, right away I, you know, started applying online. I started putting resumes out there. And, and the question I was asking myself is like, what career should I go into next? And I didn't think about trying anything different or trying anything new. I just thought, okay, I got to get back to work. I got to get that steady paycheck again. Uh, But when I decided to try new things, when I decided to start writing, when I decided to start putting out content, I realized that not only were some of the skills that I had from being a salesman transferable, but I had other skills that I wasn't even aware of because I had just sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I had sort of put like just suppress them there we go i sort of suppressed a lot of these other skills and hobbies that i had because of my career and and just being so focused on my career for so many years lastly something you can try and and where i'm at in terms of changing industries might even help that changing your your job type might help you sort of discover these new things like i said you know i'm working in a factory right now which one thing has nothing to do with the other um but i've been able to see that you know, some of the skills that I've had are transferable and I'm learning new things. I'm learning, you know, more leadership skills in this job because there's teams that I'm, I'm helping lead and, and 
I'm helping sort of change the culture at this company. And these are things that I wasn't able to necessarily implement in the past because to do that, you needed to be a sales manager. You needed to have a certain position. And I guess in some ways I probably could have affected things without having that position, but that was also part of my mindset back then too, is that, you know, I need to move up to be a sales manager. That's way of showing success. It's not just enough to be a salesperson or to have the highest uh, target hit or whatever it might be. I just started, you know, I, I had this thing in my head that I needed to be a sales manager and by changing industries and changing a, to a completely different type of job, I've been able to sort of learn more about myself again, you know, so it, it's one of those things, you know, I think we need to, you know, we just need to be very careful, like how much we tie our identity to what we do in life um, and, and you know, calling ourselves that thing, you know, like, like I said, Brian, the salesman, uh, it could be Brian, the banker, it could be Brian, whatever. It, it, we have to know that there's Brian, the person, there's who we are, and then there's our career. And they're two totally separate things. And as much as one might have, uh, like, take up a lot of our time, like I said, we need to just be careful that we're not identifying ourselves as that person. We need to have Brian as one person and then the salesman as the other or whatever it might be, the repair operator, whatever uh, you might decide to do. Um, and you know, we need to, to understand that there's other things that we're good at as well. We, we can't get so caught up in this whole thing of, you know, our career is the only thing that we're good at because that's what we get paid to do. And we have to be able to get out of our comfort zones. It's not easy to do. Believe me, guys, it's not easy to get outside your comfort zone. But what I will say is that once you start doing it, it's a lot easier to, to do it again and again and again. You know, once you make that first shift away from your comfort zone, you realize it wasn't really that hard. It wasn't really that painful. The next one gets easier. And then the next one after that gets a little bit easier. So, you know, start going outside your comfort zone. And believe me, there's a ton of growth that comes with that. Like I said, I've grown a lot more over the last couple of years in a completely different job, completely different career than I have in the first 30 years of working because I was so sort of stuck in that mindset of being a salesman and not really trying to explore anything different aside from the type of thing that I was selling. You know, it, it just put me in this place that, that really wasn't making me grow at all. You know, I was a miserable person to be completely honest. And now when I've sort of gone outside my comfort zone, tried something new, now I'm growing again more in different ways. So yeah, you know, if, if, if any of this helps you out, if any of this, you know, information, you know, can help you with the career shift that you're thinking about doing, or if you need more information or you want to talk to me more, sign up for a relatable call. Um, I have the link in the show notes. Uh, I'll start putting it out in the content as well so that you guys can um, find the link and, and book a call with me. They're 15 minutes, but we can definitely go a little bit longer if needed. I have a few friends that can definitely help you out as well if you're looking to make career changes or just shifts in your life that might then lead to your career, um, whether it be coaches that I know or people that have programs as well. We can talk about that. Just reach out. Let me know. Uh, reach out to me on social, guys. Just any which way you can find me. Uh, I'm here to help. I'm here to to give you guys any advice that I can or lead you in the direction of somebody else that I think can help you better. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening in again, and we'll see you again next week. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and follow the podcast on Instagram at vulnerable.podcast or on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can also follow me, Brian Almeida, by searching my name on all platforms. 
If the podcast has impacted you in any way, I would also greatly appreciate a review. Lastly, if you know anyone with a great story of going from struggle to success, I would love to have them on. Thank you and see you next week.